a name must be earned once there was a poor brahmin with an honest simple name but pandit ji is what the entire village called him instead his wife would call him hey sir ho oh, sir do you hear me that's how she would address him and the poor man would fret silently he'd think what a lovely name i have manram swarup let there be someone who uses it even just manram would do so what will happen to my name it seems there is no use for it at last his wife explained to him everybody has a name but a name that matters must be earned to earn a name some good must be done hardships must be done only then does one have a name next day the man left his village setting out to earn a name in the forest overcome by thirst he looked for some water as he searched he came upon an old abandoned ancient well into the well he peered from within it voices came is there anyone any god fearing soul who can pull us out of this forsaken well into the well a lion had fallen a monkey had fallen in too a man a snake each one by one all four were stuck in the well stuck there waiting for rescue the four seeing pandit ji called out have mercy brother have pity pull us out of this forsaken well the pandit said oh lion lion tell me pray why should i help you i know you'll eat me up the lion pleaded pandit help me please today and tomorrow it will be my turn pandit ji remembered to earn a name some good must be done so pandit ji unwound his turban and lowered it down like a rope he called to the lion grab it between your teeth hold tight so i can pull you up he pulled and pulled and at last he pulled the lion out the lion bowed and said thank you and added i live on that mountain there if through this forest again you come please visit me in my home do not ever be afraid of me for i kill only those who come to kill me the lion went off and the pandit peering into the well lowered his turban into it once again first the monkey he leaped he jumped he quickly grabbed the rope and in one smooth somersault at once was out of the well touching pandit ji's feet in gratitude he too saluted him reverently said if you are ever hungry tell me i will bring mangoes from the highest branches i take your leave now and the monkey went away the pandit lowered his turban again this time it was the snake that came up 
twined around the turban rope for head to the ground he thanked the pandit softly in a slithery voice he said pandit ji that man there in the well don't give him any help the pandit taken aback asked why not the snake whispered very softly he is human and a merchant have a chance and he will bite you for my bite there exists some cure but for his venom there is none how do you know that he is poisonous birds and animals and four-legged creatures upon taming become harmless has anyone been able to tame man the pandit lost himself in thought the snake sighed deeply and said those creatures that that are poisonous are well known to all but with man there is no way of knowing those who are poisonous they stay poisonous man cannot be trusted he has no integrity the pandit replied somewhat alarmed go 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 away serpent you bear ill will to man you bite even without biting you fill me with your poison and mock me in your heart the snake head lowered slithered away into the grass the pandit turned and once again lowered his turban into the well this time the man climbed out with folded hands said thanks he was a jeweler he said a trader in precious stones if ever you come to kimatpur stay at my house in that city of riches i will consider myself fortunate to serve you the pandit who had till now forgotten thirst tied his water pot to his turban drew some water slaked his thirst and continued through the forest as he walked he felt hungry he sat down under a tree now how do i get some food he wondered pondering over this he fell asleep when he woke the pandit saw fruits of many kinds arranged and set on banana leaves astonished he looked up to find a troop of monkeys in the tree the monkeys greeted him with folded hands you saved our uncle's life today so from now every monkey will forever serve you that is why in every temple we can see priest and monkey happy together pandit ji ate his fill and rested for a while for two days he enjoyed their hospitality and on the third day set forth again as soon as he stepped out of the forest a lion roared loudly there ahead on the mountain stood the lion who seeing the pandit smiled greeted him most graciously and took him home now pandit ji was a vegetarian he could eat only vegetables so from the surrounding villages from fallow lands and fields the lion gathered carrots and cauliflowers radishes sugarcane cucumbers and more and brought them back in a bundle at the lion's home too pandit ji enjoyed two days of grateful hospitality as he was leaving the lion gave him a gift 
a small offering from me to you. Please accept it. It was a necklace strung with 200 diamonds. Seeing this, the pundit, astounded, gave a start. The necklace was broken in parts. He thought, I can go to Kimatpur to the jeweler I know and get this repaired. Taking his leave of the lion, the pundit went straight to Kimatpur. He showed the necklace to the jeweler and asked, Can it be repaired? The jeweler replied, Sir, rest a while. Let me ask my workman. Leaving Panditji at home, the jeweler went straight to the palace and showed the necklace to the king. Sire, in truth this is the same necklace. It was last year at about this time. Do you remember? The prince had left home, saying he was off to the forest to kill the lion. That day, this was the very necklace that your royal son was wearing. Now you recognize it, don't you? Driven by greed for this costly necklace, that man has murdered our prince. Oh king, you remember now, don't you? The king at once commanded, Imprison that wicked man! Let him rot in jail and die! He rewarded the jeweler and sent him on his way. The poor pundit, a victim of fate, suffered in jail and ruled his actions. Why did I ever trust that jeweler? Just then, heard the pundit. He turned around and saw the snake coiled in a corner. So, Panditji, what had I told you? Hadn't I said, don't trust the jeweler? The pundit bit his forehead. Forgive me, brother, I made a mistake. But save my life. Give me a plan. The snake swayed a little. I have thought it all out, he said. Now do exactly as I say. When the queen walks out into the garden, I will bite her. An alarm will be raised in the palace. Someone save the queen's life. They will cry. Until you reach her side, the queen will remain unconscious. My poison will not leave her. But, but how will I revive her? Listen then. My venom shall be hidden in the nail of her left big toe. Pull the nail and let the poison out. The queen will regain consciousness. The snake quickly slithered away for he had heard the guard returning. The very next day aroused the cry. The palace was in uproar. The queen has been bitten by a venomous snake. Save her, someone. Save the life of our queen. The best doctors and physicians tried and gave up in despair. The queen did not awaken. The king announced, Whoever revives my queen shall be showered with riches. The guard at the prison door sat puffing and smoking. Panditji called him and said, Tell the king, give me a chance. I can revive the queen. The guard thought he didn't mean it. Perhaps this was a chance he was looking to get out of jail. He mentioned the pandit as a joke to the superintendent. 
In the prison there is a madman. He says he can revive the queen. <laughs> the superintendent mentioned it to his superior. The superior officer to his superior officer. And that superior officer to his superior officer. So that in this manner it had at last reached the king. The king sent for the pundit. The pundit came and standing by the queen's feet, he pulled at the nail of the left big toe. And the venom poured out. Slowly the queen opened her eyes, revived. The king embraced the pundit and asked, Who are you and where have you come from? Manram Swaroop is my name and it is from the jail that I have come. From the jail? Why? Panditji told his story from the beginning to the end. The king called the minister, Throw that jeweler in jail. Manram Swaroop is not at fault. Cover Manram with riches. Having earned a name at last, Manram Swaroop returned to his village, which even today is known by his name, the village of Manram, Manram Pura.